This week on Dueling Review, it's Seven Secrets Number One from Boom Studios. For centuries, the Order has trusted the keepers and holders to guard the secrets in seven briefcases against all harm. But when their stronghold is attacked and the secrets put in peril, the entire Order must face their greatest fear, an enemy who knows too much and is willing to kill to get what he wants. Now, the Order's newest member, Casper, must discover the truth of the secrets before the enemy does or risk losing everything. So a lot of hype surrounding Seven Secrets, number one from Boom Studios. Mm -hmm. And I will say the art is fantastic. Yes. Uh, There's a lot of really good action in here. The coloring is fantastic as well. I give those high praise. Um, I like the setup to the story that Tom Taylor gives us, but... Mm. And and quite honestly, and this is not to disparage the work that went into this issue, because I think what's going to come forward is going to be some good stuff. But this feels like the free comic book day issue. Right. I was just this feels like a number zero zero issue. Right. Because so much of this is set up about, you know, here's this secret uh, society or this secret group led by this Anon guy or Mon guy who is after these seven secrets, these seven symbols that can bring world destruction down. And um, he is attacking these places where the seven secrets are being held. And we get introduced to the um, holder and the keeper of one of the secrets. Here's a hint, ladies and gentlemen, and maybe a hint to the artist too. Maybe you shouldn't put the symbol to your secret society on the briefcase that you're carrying around in public all the time. Well, I don't think the symbol itself is the secret. I think the no, it's symbol not the secret. It's the, the secret. No, it's the the secret of the society. It's the the symbol of the society. So maybe that maybe yeah. just don't put your your anything secret. Just make it a, a dang black briefcase. <laughs> no one would know what was going on. Whatever is in there, though. Yes, whatever is in there is is what the bad guys are after. And so we find out about this uh, secret love child between the keeper and the holder. We don't get to meet mm-hmm. Caspar in this uh, in this uh, piece. Uh, he's well, the he's one our narrator. He's the one that's obviously narrating it that you figure out after after the birth se- uh, or not after the birth sequence, but during the pregnancy reveal. Um, right. And it jumps around a little bit in time. And of course, it has uh, Matthew's favorite in media res uh, moments. And, um, it, yep, that's me. I'm supposed you're wondering how I got to this situation. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it just, there's a lot of stuff going on in this issue and there's a lot of setup in here and there's some cliffhanger moments in here, but I don't think the final cliffhanger moment in the issue is strong enough. I don't think it's impactful enough. And I think the little bits that were given in this feel like this is these are all the moments that lead up to the opening credits of your movie yes that is very much what this is that that teaser before the credits or Mm -hmm. you know the first segment of a cw drama it's that five minutes and then we're going to doodly 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 my name is barry allen i don't feel like the big ending was necessarily earned because no Yes, we do get to the point where obviously we know a little bit about Sigurd, who's the secret. I think he's the keeper. No, no, he is. He's the, the, he's the, he's the, um, he's the keeper and she is the holder because she holds on to the briefcase and he keeps her safe. He, uh, spoilers gets apparently killed at the end of the issue. Yeah. He gets his uh, rubber duck cut off. Yeah. I, I feel like. 
I should feel more about Sigurd's death, mm-hmm. and I, I really didn't. No, you because don't, because, of... yeah, there is not enough time for you to feel anything for these two characters. Yeah. And to some degree, it is a little bit confusing in the back and forth, because Sigurd and his wife, whose name either isn't in the issue or escapes me, um, have not changed at all in the in 15, 15 years. years yeah. Of the flashback to the present. Yeah, uh, well, you know, that, that's what happens. Clothes. That's what happens when you're supernatural uh, peoples, when you belong to secret societies. You never age. Right. You never you change never your change clothes. Your now, I think you do yeah. add a few more tattoos and you do get it on in a forbidden romance. Um, but yeah, I think I think you remain the same. And I agree with you. That is that is a problem point. And, yeah. you know, that this is. Again, the art here is is fantastic. I think the art is wonderful. However, Archie and Jughead wear the same clothes all the freaking time. Shaggy and Fred and Velma and Daphne wear the same clothes all the time. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what location they're in, what year it's in. Always the same clothes. So, unfortunately, when I see someone, and again, hey, I'll wear the same clothes. I've I've got a shirt rotation, right? Every seven days. But it seems very odd that exactly 15 years later, they're wearing the exact same clothes. Almost feels like you could have, I mean, the figures are dynamic enough to where we can tell them apart. You know, you could keep the same hairstyle. Um, They are dynamic enough and look distinct enough that even if they decided to change their clothes, I think we could live with it. I think we'd be still still able to recognize them. These are not their superhero costumes. And they are both very recognizable design-wise. In fact, the first thing I thought when I opened this was, huh, Sigurd the big guy looks an awful lot like a less cartoony version of the guy from the Ludocrats. Uh, and then I laughed and went, oh, God, I hope not. And then, you know, the issue kind of gave me something entirely different. Well, he's a but, strongman character type, so. Right. The big bearded guy, the, you know, the vaguely Prussian or or Norwegian or whatever you want to go with. But I think for my for my taste, I feel like this is half of what a really good first issue introduction to this series could have been. Yes, I honestly, unless unless Casper is the secret, which I don't think he is. Right. This issue we needed to we needed to meet Casper because otherwise it's just like okay, we have a disembodied voice that we identify as Casper, but right. how is he telling us all these stories and thoughts and feelings? When he wasn't there, who's telling him this? Who's telling him all this right. stuff? And we don't know that because is he now part of the order is, I mean, obviously the, that was the implication in the story is that he's being raised by the order. So maybe he knows some of this stuff, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I kind of want to see our main character in this piece because it's obviously not Sigurd or Eva, I think is her name. Yes. I think Eva is right. So I don't know. I, I, I just... mean, there's, there's something in this that, okay, here's the, here's my bottom line on this. I really, really, really liked this issue. I wanted it to be a little bit longer. I want it to go on. I can't wait to read the second issue to see whether it continues on with uh, some of these weird mystery in the uh, mystery box type stuff, or if we get some definitive answers as to what's going on. Um, But at the same time, there's a lot of like really weird stuff in this issue that just bothers me to no end. And I know yeah, that may I, sound, I know some of the things that we're talking about may seem a little nitpicky, but I don't know. I, I just wanted something more in this first issue, especially because it's been hyped for months 
by Boom Studios. Yeah, and I think that is part of it. Uh, when you like a book, you can want more. You can want it to be more. And that's kind of where I am in this is I feel like this book wanted to be more. I feel like a regular sized first issue, at least the way this one is presented, isn't the the big launch that they you know really wanted with this especially with the amount of hype that's come into it and i feel like for me the art is really really good but there's also points where i'm like why did they make this particular artistic decision like the costuming why did you know we get to a point where somebody dies and it's this big whooshy thing with a scythe and it's you know it's neat it looks really strong, but it's also something that I look at that and I'm like, that should have been a double page spread in my mind. You know, I, I feel like this needed more room, needed more growth and the amount of mm -hmm. information that they impart to us in this issue probably needed more than just a regular, this is a 20 page book, right? Or is this so, a, something like that? I, I read it on uh, comiXology. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure it I'm, is. I mean, I know there were a bunch of variant covers with it um, and, and those kinds of things. So, yeah, it's it's a regular size book. I, I feel like this with as good as the art is and as with as good as the story is for right. what it is in this first issue. And I know that printing costs are very expensive. I kind of wanted this yeah. to be a prestige format, 48 pager. Right. It starts strong. It's a strong comic that you want to be a great comic. Mm -hmm. And it's it's good it's even very good but it's not the great comic that i really really want it to be based on the parts of it that work and i feel like in some ways that may be the best kind of endorsement i can give is this book's weaknesses were such that i just wanted them to be fixed so that the whole thing could be as good as it wanted to be mm -hmm. so that i had more of this that i had more successful chunk of this now what do we know Tom Taylor from? I know the name, but I'm like, my, I'm blanking on what he's done before. Uh, he has done some, I want to say some Batman stuff. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I think he's done some Marvel stuff. Let's see. He's done the, oh yeah, he did the Injustice Gods Among Us series. He did Suicide mm -hmm. Squad. He did Deceased. Uh, over at M Marvel, he did the all-new Wolverine, X-Men Red, and Superior Iron Man. That's and what a I know bunch of Star Red. Wars, a bunch of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, the X-Men Red is another book where I felt like there's a lot of great stuff here. And I just, I really, really like what we got. I just feel like there were some times where I would have had to deliver it in a different way. And maybe that, you know, that could be the takeaway from this. This is a book that I like. I'm definitely coming back for next oh, issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely coming like. back for You're more. definitely coming back for next yeah. issue. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you look at something from this is, you know, this is weak or this is coming apart. That's not what this is. This is really that teachable moment from Steven of, we really want you to hit your full potential. We want to help you, you know, grow and change and do all of this liberty blobberty. And yes, I feel like that's where I am in this book is there should be to me more. This could be great. I want this to be great. And I don't know. Is it ongoing or is it a limited? I believe it's a limited series. I want to say it's like a seven issue or six issue miniseries. I, I want to say, seven. but I'm, I'm not 100 uh, percent sure. A that. Seven I know it would be perfect. I know it's um, not an ongoing. OK, so when we get to the end of this arc, I feel like we're going to be, hey, why did we ever complain about issue one? 
And the reason that we complain about issue one and the reason that we need to remember when we get to issue five, six, and or seven, whichever it is, is that each individual chapter of something should be its own satisfying chunk of story. And this one comes just a tiny bit short of being as great as I want it to be. Well, and so maybe that is, and again, this is all speculation. This is not knowing anything. Oh, sure. We don't know nothing. We have talked before and at great length that, or at least I have, that I really believe the future of comics is OGNs, uh, direct to trade Mm -hmm. books. And I have a feeling that when this, when you slap this together into the final trade paperback form, you're just, Mm -hmm. you're not even going to notice the chapter breaks, right? You could probably even on the very last page, pull off that to be continued. And just the next page is, you know, Casper in training session or wherever that he's at. Um, Straight into that next panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that that that's kind of how that works. But as you said, Matthew, every issue needs to have that that moment that makes you go, oh, I need to find out what's coming next. I have to. I cannot wait for this next issue. Now, this is pretty. It's got solid writing, um, you know, those kinds of things. But it doesn't I don't know. There's not urgency. There doesn't there isn't there isn't that peril that I need to say, oh, let me turn the page and find out what happens next. So, you know, the, yeah. yeah, so I guess here's the thing. If I was an editor, no, I'm not blaming all of this on an editor, but if I was an editor on this book and I read this first script, I would have said, this doesn't feel like a first issue that you want to have everybody. I mean, I don't want all the answers. No, you don't need all the answers, but there doesn't seem to be enough weight or urgency in this book to make us want to say Yes, let me immediately buy issue two. Yeah, I think the the urgency may be the thing that's missing because we mm-hmm. really do have a lot of great stuff here, but it's kind of presented in a here's this and here's this and here's this. And I really wanted something to kind of drive this story rather than just kind of pan across because it literally starts with what feels like a big pan across a battlefield and then jumps back in time for the, I suppose you're wondering how we got here. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that technique. It's a perfectly valid and useful technique. I just feel like. Yeah, I probably, I probably would have said, you know, all the time jumping that you're doing, Maybe tone that down a little bit because it starts with now with everything blowing up. And then it's like three months ago, here's an attack. And then it goes to 15 years ago and then back to, and I think, let me go and double check when they come back to uh, present time. Back in the now. Yeah. And then uh, they go back into now, which the now should have been three months ago. (laughs) Right. Because it's not the now. The now is the point where we cut back. And in my first reading, this is something that's interesting. In my first reading, I was not entirely sure that the now wasn't showing us uh, grown-up Casper looking just like his mom. So I actually, you know, generally for a dueling review, I'll read a book three to four times. Right. But uh, it took the second read through for me to realize that, oh, wait, that's still her. Right. He's it's got dark hair. She's got up. she's got blonde hair. Right. But I'm thinking, you know, OK, it's been 15 years. Yeah, they look Obviously, exactly like something has changed. They, they work out. They, they take care yeah. of themselves. Sure. They use tone. Yeah. Uh, so I guess bottom line for me is I enjoyed it with problems. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to read issue number two. I would recommend this book. And, you know, everybody is going online uh, over the last couple of days that I've that I follow on Twitter. A lot of people have been uh, heaping praise upon this issue. And I think it's 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 deserved. But dot dot dot. 
Um, you know, we're not, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to uh, brown nose anybody uh, because I'm more than willing to point out where I have problems with the issue. And right. so, uh, you know, if people want to be mad about that, they can. But I think this is a I think this is a fairly solid issue. There's just some things that don't work for me. I'm definitely coming back for issue number two. Yeah, if we were going to, you know, numericalize it on the, the meatloaf, I'd go at least three and a half. Oh, yeah, I mean, most definitely, definitely three and a half. Successful issue. Yeah, it's definitely three and a half. Three and a half. Maybe even four, depending on how I felt that particular evening. But yeah, I do agree with you. And I feel like the 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 whole premise here feels like it has some legs to it. And the way this is presented has potential. I just feel like, you know, I want this book to be great mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that the six seven five whatever it is the total package two issue miniseries <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and i hope we have some kind of definitive resolution that brings us back to the very first panel of this issue because you know atlantis blowing up or whatever the the headquarters blowing up the now that's the thing that we have to get to there's a lot of backstory to get us back to this very first issue that we need to 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 get yeah. to. I don't know if this is coming out weekly or not. Mark Smith uh, 72 in our um, discord in our discord um, ha had asked that question. And I don't I don't know if it is a uh, weekly series. Let's see. I hope no, so. it is not. That We're looking great. at what's coming out next week from Boom Studios. We have Angel Season 11 Library Edition Hardcover Faithless 2 number three Firefly number 19 uh, Power Rangers Edition. Dracon's New Dawn, number one. Oh, Matthew, uh, isn't uh, this is the one that has evil uh, Pink Ranger um, Kimberly in it? <laughs> she's not evil. She's from a terrible future world, even though she's called the Ranger Slayer. Yeah, she's uh, she's for, killing all yeah, the future. She's killing Kimberly. all the Rangers, man. Uh, also, well, speaking of killing, something is killing the children. Number seven gets a second printing next week. Dark Horse Comics next week has Cyberpunk 2077 puzzle uh, puzzles that you can pick up. For 20 bucks, you guess you get the puzzle before you get the video game. Video game actually comes out on November 19th. Still planning on getting it, even though I get a very big Grand Theft Auto vibe from that uh, from that trailers and things that I've seen. Hey, hey, you you sold me already. You don't have to keep selling <laughs> DC Comics next week. Let's see. Oh, that's Image Comics. I don't want to look at uh, Image Comics next week. I want to look at Dark Horse or DC Comics next week. Aquaman number 62, Batman number 97, Catwoman number 24, Dark Knight, Death Metal, The Guide to the Dark Multiverse number one. Death Oof. Metal. Oof. Uh, Justice Bam League number 51, oh, Metal Men number nine, Nightwing number 73, uh, also Wonder Woman, what is this? The Dark Fates, number four. So they, mm -hmm. Those are some of the comics coming out next week from DC Comics. Dynamite Entertainment next week has uh, Green Hornet, number one, Red Sonja, number 18, and Sacred Six, number one. IDW Publishing has Sonic the Hedgehog, number 30, Transformers, number 22, Tw Transformers 84, Secrets and Lies, number two, Transformers versus the Terminator. Oh my gosh, Matthew, you've been reading this? No, <laughs> the the penultimate issue arrives next week. Transformers versus the Terminator. Oh my god! I need your Volkswagen, your Firebird, and two Maseratis. Yeah, uh, Image Comics has a, a man among ye. Adventure Man number two gets a second printing. Now the third issue came out this week, and Ingrid has a review of that over at the Major Spoilers website right now. The 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 number twelve comes out as well as low. Die die die. Oh, isn't that a song? A die die die. Bump, 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 but da da bump, bump, bump. What is that song? 
<laughs> Dude, yeah, that's a song from nothing. the 80s. Yeah. Uh, oh, Gideon da, Falls. Da, da by Trio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gideon Falls, number 24. Ludocrats, number four, the penultimate issue there. And Marvel Comics next week has, let's see, is there any Carnage coming out next week? No Carnage, Matthew. Sorry about that. Avengers, number 35. Cable, number three. Captain America, 22. Conan, Battle for the Serpent Crown, number four. Second to last issue there. Uh, Maestro, number one. That's the big Hulk uh, story. Well, the Hulk uh, villain story. Uh, Spider-Man number one facsimile edition for four bucks. You can get that uh, 72 cent comic for four bucks next week. Also, uh, star number four, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number four and Venom number 25 gets a third printing. In all the rest category, we have Anna Mercury number two through five. Those are all variant sketch covers getting released for six bucks a piece. Uh, Caliban one through seven. Chronicles of Wormwood 1 through 6, uh, Chronicles of Wormwood Last Battle 1 through 6, the Antichrist variant covers. Yeah. Uh, Ferals 1 through 18, the Slashed variant covers. Gravel 0 through 12, the Black Magic variant covers. Uh, oh, let's Avatar, see. Avatar, Avatar. I know. Uh, Avatar, there's no, I don't think there is any Avatar coming out next week, but there are from, I don't, let me scroll back up. Dark Horse does have. Not next week, but they will be having new Avatar graphic novels following, um, oh, the blind girl. Uh, Toph. 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 Toph, yeah. Uh, following her adventures post uh, the end of the Avatar animated series as she starts training other people and building up her her uh, Earth empire. My, my brain wants to make long O's out of everyone's name, so I think Toph and Soka rather than Toph and Sokka. Yeah. And it's really weird because I've, you know. Wait, uh, Toph is, no, she's, uh, she's earth bending, right? Metal bending? Yeah. yeah. Earth and metal bending. Yeah, Toph is a metal bender. Yep. Uh, well, metal bending as a, a subset of earth bending. Yes. She, yeah, it all breaks down. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Skin, 100th Dream, 1 through 6, Blood and Bronze variant covers, and Zombie Tramp ongoing, number 72. Uh, there are six variant covers on that one. Those are some of the comics coming out next week. Why did I run through all the comics when all that Mark Smith 72 asked was, is this book coming out weekly? Why, Matthew? Why? Because anyone can go to our patron, patreon.com uh, slash major spoilers, and look at that list of comics. So you can choose the comic that we're going to review next week in Dueling Review. So it could be. Theoretically, an avatar, if there were one, but there isn't. It could be uh, nothing that's a trade paperback because we don't review those. Yep. It could be probably not a, a reprint or an alternate cover or something that's already come out. But you could choose any one of those books. And if you and your friends tell two friends and they tell two friends and they get enough votes, you can control what happens next week on the Dueling Review. Now, you can find this complete list over at Majorspoilers.com uh, on probably Tuesday, but you can head over in, or in order to cast your vote. You need to head over to Patreon.com slash Majorspoilers today, the moment that you're hearing this, so you can cast your vote. And the best part is you don't even have to be a patron. That's right. Anybody can go in. Anyone can cast a vote. It is democracy in action in comic book form. And that, my friends, is how podcasts are supposed to work, except when it's not. Yes, you don't even have to use the United States Postal Service to try that's and right. cast your vote because uh, that's not how we play. We believe in fair and free elections. So head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. I vote again, wildfire. Maybe if we have a wildfire coming, uh, coming out next week. So get over there today, vote. You don't even have to be a patron. But if you would like to become a patron at, I don't know, say the silver level, you'll get access to a bunch of bonus content, including the major spoilers pre-show that we record every week. 
probably about a 15 to 20 minutes of bonus content leading up to our main Major Spoilers podcast. You also get access like uh, Kevin11 and MarkSmith72 have. You have access to the Discord server, the secret Discord channel, where you can listen to us record this show every Thursday night at 8 o'clock p.m. We had a new person uh, pop in uh, this week. Uh, uh, Baisala bump, uh, jumped in this week. And uh, <laughs> so it's good to have new patrons uh, jumping in all the time to check us out. And you can be part of that groovy movement as well when you head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. That is where we're going to wrap up this week's issue. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out. And be sure to tune in next week live on our Discord channel when you will be able to hear Matthew say... Make This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.